good. Wonderful to see you this afternoon. If you join us, we've been welcome, uh, been worshipping and uh, singing together. Really uh, lovely uh, to have you with us. Um, just a few little notices before uh, uh, the kids uh, go to their own activities. Uh, we don't take up a kind of offering, a money offering at Top Church, uh, but you do have an opportunity to give. So uh, on your way out where Sarah is standing, uh, there is a contactless giving machine there. So it works in the same way as contact this giving machine works uh, you just put how much you would like to give and you're welcome to use that if you want to give by cash or you're really old school you've got a checkbook and a pen uh, there's a little box there as well that um, you can use but do make most of that if you want on the way out so children we have uh, some special activities uh, for you with melissa and uh, beth youth you're staying in not beth yeah it is beth sorry beth yeah yeah uh, so any children here if you want to start making your way over there and uh, you can come back for the baptism if you want uh, as well if you you stay in here um yes you can stay in here uh, uh if you stay in here you it is you have to sort of put up with people speaking and uh trying to sit through that so they will have so much fun out there so let's pray for them as they go out so loving god we just pray your blessing uh on the children today in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen amen so we're gonna look a little bit together at baptism so we've got a little reading that um should pop up uh, on the screen. So this is a reading, it's from Mark's Gospel, and uh, I'm going to then have a little natter about it. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in the prophet Isaiah, see I'm sending my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way, the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make his path straight. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming out at the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, you are my son, the beloved, with you I am well pleased. So uh, hands up if you're Netflix. Are you a Netflix fan? Yeah, strong. Uh, Prime? Not so many, not so many. Uh, Disney? Yeah, very, uh, very uh, Apple TV. What about BBC One? BBC One, yeah, you can't go wrong, can you? Yeah, classic, yeah, you've still got channels and everything like that. So, so I don't know about you, but do you ever get the feeling where you just want to watch a box set or a film and relax? Do you have that feeling? And then you sit down and you can't work out, what, you, know, you always feel there's nothing on. And you start watching something, and I don't know about you, I'm someone who decides within, within like five seconds whether I like it or not. I'm like that with people, so you're doing all right. No, uh, uh, but do you know what I mean? Are, are you that person who five seconds, you're like, I ain't having this, or do you stick with it? Are you a kind of sticker or a stick or twist? So I got recommended, or I'm not going to say who that Dave Shaw recommended it to me, uh, who led our worship, but within five seconds, Dave, I, I was, you knew I would be. <laughs> Just teases me with box sets. So, so, but, but what's really interesting, Interesting with the, the, what's called the gospel reading today, that's Mark's gospel, is that there are four gospels of Jesus, okay, called Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They kick off the New Testament, and each of them tell the story of Jesus, but each of them tell it in a slightly different way, okay? And all of them have these, like Matthew and Mark and John, 
have these introductions that are like a Netflix or a Prime or a really good novel where you are gripped straight away. There's like this really cool stuff happening. So you remember Christmas coming up soon. Don't forget Carol service here and Chris Dingle service. Uh, and you think of Christmas and you're all, you know, you've got shepherds and you've got the wise people and then you've got angels in the sky and angels walking along and then you've got this donkey and you've got people made homeless and there's no room at the inn and there's all this kind of drama happening. And then you've got this lady who's having a, you know, having a baby and she's a virgin and there's an angel saying God made you pregnant and Joseph is like oh this is awkward but I'll go with it might as well and so you've got so much happening and then in John's gospel which I know you all read before you came out you have this amazing poem that says in the beginning God what does it say in the beginning was the word and the word was God and no one really understands what he's going on about but it's this kind of grand opening they all have like fireworks and kind of exciting things happening it's a Netflix box set you want to see not like the one I tried to see last night it's one that you're gripped from the very beginning but Mark's gospel Mark's gospel which was the first to be written even though it comes second don't ask me why Mark's gospel was the first to be written actually starts off in quite a boring mundane manner actually it's what we just read it starts off you got it so so these got you know like all of some of you most of us read it here so when you think about the Bible, you think of reading it. It was never meant to be read. It's just this weird modern phenomenon where we all thought we learned to read. What it was meant to be, it was like Shakespeare. It was a play, okay? So they were plays. They were performances. So the idea of Mark's Gospel, Nathan, can we get the first uh, bit of the reading? That'd be fab. Is this. So I want you to imagine, I don't know, you work for Salt Mine Theatre Company. I don't know if you've heard of that, uh, David. So you work for a theatre company, and in comes somebody, as in the curtains are still drawn, and they give you the audience... You see what I did there? They give you, the audience, a little clue what's coming on. And so if we had an actor here, he might read it dramatically for us. (laughs) (laughs) The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Thank you very much. (laughs) Thank you. He he gets paid for that. He's here all day. Yes, there you go, there you go. And so you have this kind of dramatic start. So we know what's happening, but the people in the, as it were, who are experiencing it in the moment, they don't know. But that is the opening, okay? So it's like this person comes in from the side, stands in front of the curtains, and said, this is the beginning of the good news. Not as good as, you know, David nailed it. This is the beginning of the good news, and quotes like this old kind of ancient prophecy, and you feel like you're watching the Wheel of Time or something like this. And all this stuff is happening, and you're thinking, this is going to be incredible. And in the back of your mind, you're thinking, yeah, Matthew and Luke and John. John's got all this excitement, and Matthew and Luke, there's this virgin birth and all that. You know, we're going to get into the details. So you're thinking something's going to happen and then bam thank you Nathan in those days Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan it's a little disappointing really it's a really bit of a disappointment because Matthew and Luke they think the virgin births are really important Mark can't be bothered with it Matthew and Luke they love he's a clean man Matthew he did, he's probably anyway don't Matthew and Luke uh, had all these angels and, and at the birth and all these excitements and donkeys and shepherds. Mark just can't be bothered with any of that stuff. He just says this. In those days, Jesus, you can kind of hear him. He's like from Dudley, really, is it? He's a straightforward, like, well, in those days, Jesus from Nazareth of Galilee, and he came from there and he was baptized. He doesn't even mention Bethlehem, Paul Bethlehem. I was baptized by John in the Jordan. In other words, the first time we encounter Jesus in Mark's gospel isn't this great big kind of opening. It's actually a kind of disappointment in a way, but it's not really. It's that Jesus is one of us. 
He identifies with us. Then when God comes to the earth in Christ, he's one of us. He identifies with us. He's from this place that no one's really ever heard of until they wrote the Gospels. And, and all he does is get baptized by John the Baptist. Everybody else is getting baptized. And Jesus does what everybody else does. Jesus identifies with us. And the reason, one of the reasons, Nick and Scarlett and Steve and uh, Katrina reaffirming her baptism, one of the reasons we get baptized is this, because we know Jesus identifies with us. We don't worship a God who's kind of remote, who likes to define himself in power and might like our church liturgy does. We serve a God who identifies with himself as coming from Nazareth, who joined the human race and was baptized like everybody else. He identifies with what it means to be human, our weaknesses, our funny little ways, the way we dress, the way we think, who we're attracted to. Those things Jesus comes and identifies with and doesn't kind of turn up in Mark's gospel as this superhero, like, right, I'm going to sort everything out now. I'm here. I'm an alpha male. Here we go. Let's get this sorted. I'm Alan Sugar or whoever, you, whoever your thing is. He comes and turns up and like everybody else at that time, he's going to get baptized. So as these people get baptized today, they're recognizing that Jesus identified with us first, which is why then we can identify with him. And then as he gets baptized, this really cool thing happens where God the Father says, you're my son, uh, the beloved, with you I am well pleased. Now, who remembers your school uh, report? I bet you still remember it, don't you? Do you still remember it? Did anyone actually have a nice one? Did, uh, did, did, yeah, not sure. My kids did when they're taught by you, Joe. Had a very good one. Some of my kids were taught by Joe. And, um, but apart from that one in year two, all the others, uh, uh, yeah. But you, you, remember, you remember very clearly, don't you, those things that they say in the school. Mine was classic, you know, James, you know, could do better, could always do better, or was lazy, clever but lazy. Classic dyslexic description. But anyway, I won't go into that now. But here's the thing. You get your school report at the end of the year, don't you? Don't get it at the start. You get it at the end of the year. And it's all very nice now, and everyone's nice about you sort of thing. But on the whole, uh, back in the day, yeah, they're a bit more honest. And you get it at the end of the year, and you're assessed on how well you've done. God works in a really different way. And it'd be really cool if he ran the educational system, because what he does is this. The very first day Jesus, as it were, is at school, the first day Jesus starts doing something, God the Father says, you've done brilliantly. It's like turning up at school and being given all your GCSE nines, that's like A star for those who are, or O levels for some of you. Uh, that's like being given all your passes and you haven't done anything. Wouldn't that be great? It'd be quite nice, wouldn't it? That's like giving, give, being given your degree before you've written an essay, given your, your BTEC before you've taken an exam. So the God the Father looks at Jesus, and before Jesus has done anything, all he's done is get baptized and get wet. Before he's done any of that, God the Father says, you're my son, you're the beloved, with you I am well pleased. And our simple prayer for all of us this afternoon, but particularly for those being baptized, is this. Is that Steve and Nick and Scarlett and Katrina, as you reaffirm your vows, our simple prayer is this, that you will know what God thinks of you from this day forth forever. Whatever anyone else has said to you, whether it be good or bad, it's pretty much transitory. It will come and go. Whatever your school report says or doesn't say, whatever your parents did or didn't say, hear what God the Father says to you. It says, you are my child, and with you I am well pleased. There's no other source of that endless affirmation in heaven and on earth. It's the only place we get this endless source of affirmation that comes from the heart of God that says, I am pleased with you. I am pleased with you. I am pleased with you. 
And you don't get that anywhere else. I mean, I don't, but I get it. That's why I like God. I get it from God because God says, I'm pleased with you. And I stand in that place. So this afternoon as we baptize, we remember that Jesus identifies with us. And we remember uh, that he's well pleased. But last but not least, just when you thought I was going to shut up, uh, I've just remembered something else. So, so what's happening today, you'll see, we're going to be using our font over there. Now, a little interesting fact, because I know people like a little bit of history. If you go down the high street, you know, the, you know the, the fountain at the high street? The person who designed and made that made that as well. Look at that small world, isn't it? Yeah, there you go. Anyway, that's not what I'm going to say. Uh, but in, uh, so we're going to baptize people by pouring water over the head. Back in the day, they used to go to the River Jordan. And we asked Steve and Nick and Scarlett about the canal, but they weren't, they weren't keen. And uh, when, when you get baptized those day, you would go right under the water and you'd come up again. Now, I've been baptized like that as a, as a teenager. I went under the water. And I can't swim. So when I went under the water, I was absolutely petrified and, and started choking. And, I, and so they dragged me out. It was very kind of dramatic and all that sort of stuff. But here's the thing. When, when, when Jesus talks about his own baptism, he talks about it like this. He talks about it how when we're under the water, I mean, we're not going, we're just getting sprinkled. But when we're under the water, it's like we can't breathe. It's like the world is on top of us. And then suddenly, Jesus comes and lifts us out of the water, and we can breathe, and we can breathe, and we can live. And that is like life, isn't it? Life gets overwhelming for us. We get just submerged by the pressures of life, whether it's health or finances or whatever is, or just our own thoughts. You know, that's enough, isn't it? Living with yourself's enough. And you just feel you're submerged, and you're just suffocating. Jesus comes along and lifts us out of that. And that's exactly what we're reenacting in our baptism today. That is your divine right, everybody who's being baptized and those who have been baptized, to know that whatever you're going through today, that actually if you feel like you're being submerged and suffocating and you're going under, know today, claim it as your own, that Jesus brings you back out and you can breathe and live uh, and enjoy your life. Amen. Shall I pray? And then we get on to the, uh, the proper business, as it were. So, loving God, we thank you for this, um, these simple verses just packed full of truth. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you identify with us, that you were baptized before anything else, identifying with that hum- human race. Thank you that you claim us as your own and tell us that we are loved and that you bring us out of the water and we can breathe. And I pray for us all, Lord, as we remember our own baptisms, that those three things will become real to us again. And for those being baptized this afternoon, just come now, Holy Spirit, and make it a really special time. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.